Deficit Order, Season 17, Episode 18. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. One of our other hosts is in Hawaii on vacation. So I brought in this guy, Dan Ramirez, from the <laughs> Heroes <laughs> of Noise podcast. That's Woo! us. And the Word podcast, soon to be defunct. The word last season of the word podcast. This is true. And uh, I don't know what else other podcast. Are you starting any new podcast? No, that's it for now. I think we're we've got our plate is nice and full right now. What's happening, Chris? Thanks for having me on, man. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Um, uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I just got stoned, so it's just hit me now, guys. Woo! Yeah, I'm you good. Can't play the one of us a stone game. Guess which? Guess which one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, man. It's uh, it's been going well, man. I have a uh, had a great week watching a bunch of cool movies. Nice. I watched I watched Stuber. I watched Crawl. I watched um, what was that Netflix movie? Uh, Point Blank. I watched uh, what else did I watch? I don't know some other shit. You've been busy. Yeah. That's all I do on my free time. It keeps me out of trouble, man. Watching uh, TV shows, like ass, perm- ass perm- uh, firmly planted on the couch. Yeah, I'm exactly. starting off real great, man. I feel like I have marbles in my mouth today. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, you're fine, dude. Oh man, woo! Yeah, we're back, guys. Welcome to uh, another episode. Yeah, Skip's in Hawaii, so that's fine. He can visit Hawaii. He's never been there, I don't think. So this will be his first time. Uh, That's so, pretty dope. He's, his sister lives there, so he just gets to stay for free and yeah. be a bum on the beach and shit. That's fantastic. Yeah, so uh, anyone out there who's a fan of Attention Deficit Order, hit up Skip if you live in Oahu. <laughs> Tell him what's up, brother. Go, uh, you flew here, we grew here. <laughs> is, that how, is that what they say? Look at that howly on the beach. Yeah, you flew here, we grew here. What's up? Uh, what is that, Blue Crush? Blue Crush. <laughs> That's a great movie, dude. <laughs> Blue Crush, three maids you want to serve. Right, remember? Point break, brother. What was it, North? Where's he at again? Do you know what island he's on? Uh, Wahoo. Right where uh, Waimea Bay, Bonsai Pipeline. Um, like I was saying, I went to camp there for two uh, two uh, two months. Not two months yeah, straight. Yeah, you talking about that. Yeah, so I know that area. So it's a great island, man. If you have you ever been to Hawaii or anywhere around there? I've been to Maui twice. Yeah, Maui. Maui's Maui. dope, but you know, it's like really touristy. Is the only thing you have to kind of get away from all that to really enjoy the island. But yeah, it's super nice, man. Yeah, Maui. Uh, we used to go there every year for like twenty years, at least. We'd have friends that would have condos, and we'd just swap out condos. Like You're staying off- in Kanapali. Yeah, 
Conopoly, right next to Five Graves. You know where that is? Uh, no, it's been like, shit. It's been well, 22 years since I've been there, man. Oh, really? Okay, so, okay. like, well, that tourist that just got eaten up there, that's where we, we always used to snorkel and everything. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. There was a tourist that got eaten? There was yeah. a shark? Yeah, Honeymoon went out there, uh, oh. got his leg bitten. This is like a couple months ago, but, cause they, but they don't advertise it that much, you know? I bet, yeah. Not at all. Not they try to hide selling it. point. Uh, the one that, yeah, aver- um, boom, got bitten, bled to death on the beach. Fuck. You know, shit happens, man. That's why you don't go out alone in the ocean. Or like I like to say, that's why I don't go in the ocean, period. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's what happens. These fucking howlies go out there and they're like, hey, what's up, Holmes? You want to uh, wanna go learn how to surf, eh? He's like, yeah, I totally do. I want to go surf. And then he learns how to surf, goes out there, feels comfortable in the water. I'm going to go out snorkeling, honey. Okay. I'll see you at dinner. I love you. Then bam, dead. Never to be seen again. <laughs> dead. Bye-bye. Yeah, Is it a white guy, out of curiosity? Yeah. A white guy. I think he was around here. Somewhere from California. But it was white guys like, like being outside so much? But it's like up north because they have no threat, you know. Uh, people of color have always been threatened from the outside. White guys are like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Let me strap <laughs> on my tevas. We'll go for a rock climb. Yeah, come on, guys. Let's go over here. <laughs> uh, I can't go over there. Why not? Because uh, it's a white Texas bar. Oh, you know, just no. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, no concept uh, whatsoever of reality. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in a white neighborhood my whole life. All my friends were white, and I see it all the time. That's what I was saying, man. I couldn't date girls because their parents wouldn't let me. And yeah, it's just crazy. Crazy fucking um, uh, racism over here in the Bay Area. It's, it's all, all my friends were white when I was growing up. All of them were white. And I was, I was only Mexican when they needed somebody to like make fun of. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> Otherwise, exactly. I was just another white guy to them. But when they needed somebody... To pick on. Guess who it was? Oh, yeah. Like, same with my black friend. I'd be like, hey, don't nigger lip that cigarette. Like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, my fr- I knew, like, this one one black guy. Like, most white guys, see? I totally act like a white guy. Like, uh, but he was one of my best friends from, like, seventh to, like, fuck, sophomore year of high school. And then he just disappeared. But, yeah. that We would always do, like, dumb shit like that. So, I don't but, know. Was that your, your your one black friend for life? Uh, or have you made others? Do I have other black friends? No, I, I'm such an antisocial um, homebody. I don't make any friends. No, I feel you. So, it's the life of the podcaster, man. We sit at our desk and record. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're more Talk social. To in other towns. Yeah, you're more social to people that you don't know or may never meet than you are uh, everybody else. It's a lot easier when it's less palpable. I guess. I guess so. I don't know. It's just that's why I don't join any like like you're like, hey, join our Facebook chat circle. I don't know, man. You're like, get fucked, heroes of noise. I don't want any part of well, that. Well, not th- not that. It's just I just don't feel comfortable in those things. Because uh knowing me, I'll say the wrong thing and then everyone will hate me in that chat room. <laughs> Attack! <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, sorry. That's I'm the like, problem these days, man. It's like, you know, it's really true. You can't, even if you're with people that you're comfortable with. All you have to do is say like one wrong thing and everyone just turns against you. Yeah, that, that's what it feels like now. You know, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. So, yeah, if I go into your chat room, I'm like, hey, totally. Oh, that guy's a fag. What? 
You can't say that. <laughs> Your profile name is Take Me With a Grain of Salt. Yeah, exactly. It's come on. It's uh it's old school humor, guys. It doesn't fly nowadays, but you know. You know what I mean? Like uh everything has to have an angle of uh being right or wrong. There's no like in the middle anymore. It's like, oh, you have yeah. to you have to have a stance with whatever you put out now. No, I feel you. I think we live in an overly woke society. You know what I mean? What was it? I was watching the Aziz Ansari special. Hey, come on. It's me. Uh, I said, I said, oh, no. Oh, no. I can't put my fingers in your mouth. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Treat yourself. He was saying that uh, overly woke white people are exhausting or newly woke white people are exhausting. Yeah, it's funny. They're constantly looking for, you know, his whole <laughs> constantly sp- looking for something to turn it around and, and make it about being woke and, and but you his, know, socially conscious all the time. Yeah, it's so funny. His whole stand up from what I saw, I didn't see all of it. I turned it off like 10 minutes in or 15. His whole from what I saw, it was just basically what people are already making jokes about on Twitter. So he's basically stealing uh, jokes from Twitter and like, hey, did you remember? Woke people are insane. Did you see that? <laughs> like, that's been going through Twitter for years, right? Right. And, and he's just like, hey, look at me. I can put into an act and make millions off of it. Come on. You, you, uh, you only accept me because I'm, from, I'm a different color. But if I was a white guy like Louis C.K., I wouldn't be here. <laughs> right? <clears throat> yeah. I don't know, man. You know what? I don't want to like, just start off by like, bashing Aziz. But no, I'm I not wasn't a fan of that. Did you turn it off because it was boring? I turned it off because it was jokes I've already heard a hundred no, times no. before. Yeah, I hear you. But did you I, happen to catch, maybe you didn't watch enough of it. Like his cadence was just really slow and, well, and mellow. Been, and he started off the show with good reason. I mean, he had, he had, he was in the news last year. So he, he touched on that right away. He was but al- it was a really weird way to start a show. Dude, he was almost doing like, um, <clears throat> like, a, like, a, what is it? That um, ESL shit. Or what is it? The, uh, oh, uh, the, the ASMR. ASMR is like, hey. I was like, what are you going to do around here? And when, when she said, I can't do that, I was like, okay, I can't do that. What do you mean I can't do that? You know, it was just like, what the fuck? Remember he got real quiet in the beginning? I was like, what the fuck is this? Everyone was like hanging on to his every word, waiting for the yeah, other yeah. shoe to drop and then to laugh. And then they don't. He just goes, yeah, that's a nice way to start a show. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> From what I saw, you can I watch the whole thing and I don't know why. I don't think I, you know how like you can watch something and it can be technically funny, but you really won't laugh at all? It uh-huh. was that situation. There was a couple times where I, I guess I chuckled on the inside, but I never once had any kind of outward, outward laugh. You know what I mean? It was just a... It wasn't a genuine belly laugh. No. I don't even know if it was a genuine laugh. It was just kind of like, oh, I'm watching a comedian, so this should be my initial reaction when he cracks a punchline, right? Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, Aziz. Not a fan. Well, yeah, I like some of his stuff, but not all of it. I like when he's like on, uh, you know, uh, Parks and Rec was great. I've never seen, uh, what's that other show? The one that, uh, what's his main show? Showtime. Is it on Showtime? Oh, oh, oh the uh, Master of None was great. Master of None, yeah. I thought that was funny. Never seen it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't tell you. Hey, it's Artsy Fartsy. I'm going to speak in Italian and have a black and white first episode. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm a fan. No, I'm not. I've never even seen the damn show. No, <laughs> I'm pretty much localized to just Parks and Rec. 
Uh, he was, he's, it's pretty decent. It's not a great show. I'm not like, oh man, he gets every Emmy. Oh yeah, look at him. It's like, eh. Him and the guy from, uh, what's it called? Uh, Eric and whatever. Oh, you're talking about uh, Big Bang Theory? No, 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 no. Um, uh, God damn it. The uh, Tim and Eric show. Tim and Eric show. Tim and Eric, right? Never heard of Doesn't Tim sound, and Eric. It's not ringing a bell. Am I fucking, am I totally off? I think you're making shit up right now, Chris. No, Tim you and Eric. You watch that show, Brian and, and Stan? <laughs> yeah, Brian and fucking Stan. fantastic. Tim and Eric, Brian and Stan. Tim Come and on. Eric. You don't remember? Yeah. Hate to call you out, but I don't believe you. Is that really what it's called? Yes, Tim, the Tim and Eric show. And it was just sketch comedy and like all, it's like the birth of hipster comedy. Oh, awesome. Tim and Eric, awesome show. Okay, Tim and Eric's yeah, awesome show. You've seen that? Never. I've never <laughs> seen it either. I've never watched it, but people are huge fans of it. It's like the same people who are huge fans of, um, what, uh, God damn it. The Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah I love Rick and Morty. So Maybe I'll check it out. It's on so, Amazon. So you'll probably like uh, Tim and Eric. It's old school. But that big guy uh, right there with the beard, I guess he's the, uh, I don't know. It's weird comedy. Uh, he was in um, Us. He was the asshole husband in Us. Tim. Okay. Tim Heidecker. There you go. Yeah. He looks familiar. Yeah. He's like, oh, hey. When he was like, you know, yelling at his wife, he's like, they turned down. I was like, mm, I would, but I'm comfortable right here in this chair. It's got a good cast: John C. Riley, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, I can't believe you never heard of a Tim and Eric show. I watch a lot of shit, but I can't watch it all. I know. It's, there's so much stuff. It's like, hey, haven't you heard of uh, Pete and Willie? It's like, oh, it's a great. I'm not a really huge fan of British comedy. Like, uh, what, what's their names? I like some Monty Python. I like some Benny Hill. You gotta like some Benny Hill. Everyone uh, likes Benny Hill. Uh, <laughs> Benny Hill. Just, I can't even remember a skit of Benny Hill. It was just him yelling like a Nazi, right? Yeah. And like a he'd be out suit. in a field or something, and he'd be wearing these little circular glasses. He'd say something that you didn't understand, and then suddenly, like six naked women would come out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just chase him around. Exactly. And that was the formula, and it worked great. That's <laughs> all I needed. <laughs> Uh, oh man yeah he was awesome benny hill oh, what did i send the fucking emmy shit to okay let's see yeah speaking of emmys nominations came out okay emmy nominations list and it was another fucking pc f- i watched these things live uh did you watch it live today i did not woke up late Stayed up late noon. watching Midsummer, so I missed it. Woke up late at about noon. Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. Hit Gotta it. get drunk before the day begins. Before, some, my, before mo- my mother starts bitching about my friends. About to know damn near went by. Or was it about to go damn near went by? Uh, I don't know. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> Because the boys in the hood are always hard. No, that's eight ball. Right? Was I singing eight ball? You're right. Come talking your trash, they'll pull your card. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, because I ain't said shit. Okay, dope, man. Dope. Okay, let's see. Okay, let's go to. God damn it. 
Yeah, I never saw NWA live. Did you see NWA in concert? No, 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 no. I would have been terrified. Okay, we're not doing writing. Fuck writing. Jesus Christ. Directing of a special. Directing of... Okay. Holy shit. Okay. Where should we start? Uh choice. Director of a reality program? Oh, I guess these all are. Okay. Okay, we're not going to do writers. Fuck writers. They're not important. Um, <laughs> let's do... Jesus. Well, I found a good one. How about a outstanding limited series? Okay, outstanding limited series. Read off the uh, nominations. First up, we have Chernobyl. Chernobyl. And then Escape at Danamora. Fosse and Verdon. Sharp Objects. And When They See Us. That's some strong competition right there. I haven't seen Fosse and Verdon. Tried to um, watch it and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, exactly. I fossied out of the room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I fucking love Sam Rockwell, man, but damn, that was killing me. Yeah, I, I didn't even try to watch it. I hear it's really good for people who are into that shit. So, yeah, okay, my I'll wife's s- into dance, so she was interested, but even she tapped out. <laughs> nice, pun intended. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, okay. Sing. I'm here all week. <laughs> she tapped out. She shimmied out the room. Jesus, okay. I'm surprised I missed that. I'm <laughs> slipping. <laughs> Outs- okay, uh, limited series. I would go with, okay, these are my picks, will and shoulds. Uh, will win is probably when they see us because it's a PC movie. Blacks are getting beaten up. I don't want to look racist if I don't pick this. You know, this is seriously what they're thinking. Uh, but should win is Escape at Danamora. Chernobyl was great, but Escape at Danamora I think was better. What do you yeah, want? Escape or, Danamora, or Escape at Danamora was really intense. Uh, uh, should win, uh, will win. Um, yeah, and I think Sharp Objects too. I keep forgetting. I think no, Sharp Objects out of the three, Chernobyl Escape. Yeah, I think Sharp Objects for the win. Yes, for me. But th- will when they see us, is going to win. But Sharp Objects is my pick of those three. See, I'm thinking that it's going to be Chernobyl will win. Really? I'm thinking when they see us. Uh, yeah, I kind of see your point, <laughs> to right? be honest with you. <laughs> think of the but climate. I think, oh, man. You know, I think, I think Chernobyl will win, but I really think that Escape of Danamora should be the winner. Yeah. Escape of When they see us was great, though. I actually really liked that a lot. But it's heavy and... I see your point about the PC thing, and it really does seem to be going that way these days. But I'm going to uh, keep my fingers crossed and go with Chernobyl. Did you see Sharp Objects and not like it? No, I did. I actually read the book, too. It was oh, good. really? Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. was good. I'm just thinking that, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of torn because Chernobyl was such a freaky thing that happened. And Okay. <laughs> I took acid when I was like 16 years old, and I was looking at a Chernobyl Time magazine cover, and I got stuck in a 7-Eleven for like an hour. Just oh, my God. fucking Chernobyl <laughs> victim looking back at me. So, you know, I'm kind of bonded to it. Oh no! It's giving you acid flashbacks. Seriously, man. <laughs> okay, that's no. Ex- I'm serious. Like that's a true story too. I got stuck in a Seven Eleven for like an hour. Okay, so okay, outstanding actress in a comedy series. Fiona Shaw for Fleabag, or guest actress. What? Kirsten Scott Thomas for Fleabag. Maya Rudolph for The Good Place. Jane Lynch for Miss Marvel. Emma Thompson for Saturday Night Live, and Sandra Oh. What? What do you think? Hmm. 
Are you going I'm trying off to find, the, are you I'm trying to find the, it first of all? You went really quickly. Oh, are you going off the Entertainment Weekly? Sorry. You know what? Let's do that. Let's ma- let's match up real quick. I apologize. Where who are you? Where are you on? Entertainmentweekly.com. Okay. And I'm going the bottom is we started out outstanding limited series. Doesn't matter. Fuck these people. Fuck, Fuck these every people. last one of them. Yo. Motherfucker, Okay, well, Sandra O, oh, doesn't she never gets a win with me? <clears throat> Her face is too I, flat. It's not. It can't, she can't wear sunglasses. But. <laughs> you know what, man? I don't mean to be mean, but she does have a, a mug on her. I don't really know uh, what's happening with that. She's not that great looking. She kind of looks like Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about it. <laughs> Give her a top hat and a gold oh badge. Oh, my God. That's great. <clears throat> oh, man. Sa- okay, here, uh, we, here we go. Sandra um, O. Cricket. Okay, so <laughs> now I can't watch fucking Killing Eve with a straight face. That's Jiminy. No, give Crick. a little whistle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I think Fleabag is probably the best show out of all of these. Who so, is Fiona Shaw? That's what I'm trying to figure out, man. Is that the uh, um, sister? The sister. No, guest actress. I don't know who that is. So I, I think know. this is going to be one of those ones I don't talk about on my show because I could I could kind of give a shit about the guest actresses. Oh, Fiona Shaw. Okay, Fiona Shaw is. You may recognize her as Mrs. Dursley from the Harry Potter series. Oh fuck her. <laughs> okay, then let's okay let's go to stra- okay out- okay guest let's go to outstanding guest act. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> Okay, outstanding uh, reality or reality competition program. Ellen Degenerate for Ellen's Game of Games. What the fuck is that? Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman making it. RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, uh, tidying up because everyone's all OCD now. James, uh, I just say fucking RuPaul's going to win that. Okay, outstanding variety sketch series. Yeah, RuPaul, for sure. Okay, Outstanding Variety Sketch Series. Who is America? That's the winner right there. That's the one with the most balls, for sure. That's the winner right there. Uh, not yeah. this I Love You America with Sarah Silverman. Okay, let's, let's, let's go interview a homeless man and see how he's doing in America. It's like, yeah, it's like off. watching a Twitter feed. Ugh, she's, it's so pretentious. I hate that show. Drunk History, I've never watched it. Documentary Now. Oh, Drunk pretty... History's good, man. You should watch it. Really? Documentary yeah, but Now. I'm thinking that for sure it's going to be uh, Who is America. If it's not Who is America, they have no balls. It's not going to be Who is America. It's going to be um, uh, uh, Documentary Now or Drunk uh, History or Saturday Night Live. It's gonna, you I know, f- they could give it to At Home with Amy Sedaris. I don't know what that is. It's this quirky... It's it's very like niche, you know what I mean? But uh it's it's kind of quirky and it's sort of like um like Martha Stewart with a sitcom going on in there. It's it's really strange. Oh. It's not for me. My wife likes it, but I okay. could totally see it going that way too. Okay, cuz it's all oh, it's quirky and weird and a woman runs and writes it. So, hey, here we go. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? And who is America's run by a man? Big hairy man with a mustache. They talk about penises on there. Yeah, Sarah Silverman. Uh oh, Jewish lady. We don't want to say we're Jewish or uh, pushing that way. Uh, Saturday Night Live. They're not good anymore. 
They died. And haven't been for a while. They died in like 95. Um, documentary, like when all those guys left. Let's see. Uh, so I'd say, yeah, Documentary Now is pretty funny. So who's America? So Outstanding Variety Talk Series. Trevor Noah, who gives a fuck. Full Frontal, so what? Jimmy Kimmel, so what? Last Week Tonight, who gives a shit? Late Late Show with James Corden, so what? Late Show is... T- These are all the same shows, just with different skins. Yeah, it's like recycled with different hosts. That's all. Uh, that said, personally, I would give it to Jimmy Kimmel. It's probably going to be Stephen Colbert. Uh, or John Oliver. Or maybe Trevor Noah. I say John Oliver. Right? I'm not. He's not really on my radar. I know who he is, but I couldn't tell you from... I mean, I've never watched his show. He's Zazu in one of the... <laughs> uh, yeah, John Oliver, because he's done the hard-hitting wrestling. Is wrestling real or fake? And it was like, oh my god. He's exposing wrestling. Oh, he's Zazu in The Lion King? Yeah. No, uh, was he? I forget. I don't know. I'm so bad with that. Okay, let's see. Outstanding supporter. No, asshole. He's Zazu in Star Wars, you dumb shit. It was a great question I asked, by the way. <laughs> like, there's like there's like seven different Zazus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Outstanding supporting actor now in a limited series. Stellan Skarsgård, Chernobyl. Paul Dano, Escape at Danamora, Ben Whishaw, uh, A Very English Scandal, I Need a Black, I Need a Black, <laughs> really? Okay, I Need a Black, <laughs> When They See Us, John Leguizamo, When They, really? John Leguizamo, from, you gotta, you gotta tell them what to do, you gotta tell them. Don't piss off your mom, kid. Don't piss, don't, off piss off, don't piss off my new wife. She's going to kick you out, kid. Exactly. It's like, I want to help you out, but get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. Michael K. Williams, when they see us. Uh, Jesus, I don't know, man. That's a pretty strong category. I say Paul Dano. Escape at Danamora. Yeah, that's a good pick. But who do you say? Damn, you know, three when they see us people. Jesus Christ, they want this shit to I win. I think that, I gotta be honest with you, Chris, I think when they see us is gonna clean up. Exactly, I really do. exactly. It's so fucking PC. You didn't like it at all, though? It was good, but it was just, um, God, what didn't I like about it? The, uh, fuck, there was something, there was like, was there a lot of narration in this? No, not that I recall. Oh, I know what it was. It was too much, yeah, it was too much, um, just uh, so, like slow videos, you know, a song, like too much song. Like, oh, motherfucker. And then like a whole montage. <laughs> Is that it? Was it a gospel version? Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what my it was. jam. I love that. I play that song all the time. You play Oh, motherfucker? <laughs> the uh that's what it was it was i fast forwarded through some of the montages because there's the songs were so boring and they dragged on uh they could have wrapped this thing up in two episodes you know they take the fourth episode and just uh pinpoint on this one dude it's like jesus christ but yeah i don't know i think it's going to be michael k williams but it should be paul dano yeah, it should be Paul. Yeah, it probably will be Michael K. Williams. Was he the one in the last episode? Uh, the one that was the highlight of that. No, that's not his name. I'd have to look up his name right now. But um, no, that's not the guy that I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay. He's, I think he's up further as a main actor. I saw him on there for <clears throat> sure. We'll probably come up. 
Okay, let's see. Outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series. Here we go. Sarah Goldberg for Barry. Uh, Senna Clifford for Fleabag. Olivia Coleman for Fleabag. Uh, Betty Glippin for Glow. Uh, Alex Brosnan for Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah, Borstein. Borstein. Martin Hinkle. Right? Outstanding actor? What? Actress? Kate McKinnon for Silent Live. Anne McClumsky for Veep. So Kate McKinnon doing what she always does. You know how this is going to go. I can already tell you how this is going to go. Well, how's it going to go? What, what am I going to say? You're gonna Look at s- that list. You're going to say uh, Miss Maisel. Yep. It's always Alex Borstein. It's always Miss Maisel. Oh, she's the one that's like, hey, look at me. I'm from fucking Mad TV. Yeah, she's that's the voice okay. of Lois on Family Guy, too. Okay, okay. That's right. Yeah, she's okay. She, it's the same thing every time. I like the show, but she's not, like, outstanding in it. She's good. It's not like, oh, wow, I'm waiting for this Emmy to come down with her. Uh, I think Anna Klumski should get it for Veep. She's been consistently funny throughout all seven seasons of Veep. Anna Klumski. Isn't that the, uh, my the little girl. girl from My yeah. Girl? Yeah, it's My okay. Girl. But you want, if you yeah. want to see her talk nasty, watch Veep. It's like, <laughs> motherfucking douchebag cunt. You know, it's like, whoa. Yeah, Anna Klumski. Uh, yeah, for Veep. Out of all those. That's a huge one. How many is that, man? Eight? Eight? Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay. Outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series, guys. Hey, real quick. Why are there eight? For female category actress, but then there's only six because for the supporting actor. Uh, I don't know. You have that ain't ask, right. Ask the Academy supporting actor, supporting actress. Well, because because <laughs> men suck right now. Okay, people hate mm. men. I forgot, bro. I'm sorry. Um, if it could be, I'm surprised they even put actor and actress in here. You know, we're not different. We're the same. That's actually true. I talked about that before. I really think that that's the way it's going to go, where it's just going to be actor. No, no more labels, goddammit. No, I think it should let's be... Just, no, actually, lots of labels, but let's just make up all new ones. It should, I think it should be still actress, because, you know, big difference. She has boobs. We don't. Bam. Actor and actress. That's the difference. Um, and then they'll have, like, um, trans actress. Then they'll have, you know... They'll break it down to categories pretty soon. Golden Globes will do it first. Okay, here we go. Best actor in a trans role. I'll be like the only chick, the chick from Euphoria. That's just Hunter Schaefer for every category. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see. Okay, let's see. Um, blah blah blah. Okay, outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series. Let's see. Anthony Kerrigan for Root. I think that for Barry. I think is that the bald guy. I think so. Okay, the, the who's guy really good? Alopecia. Yeah. So alopecia for Barry, Stephen Root for Barry, Henry Winkler for Barry, Alan also Arkin, great. Alan Arkin for Kaminsky Method, uh, Tony Shalhoub for Miss Maisel, and Tony Hale for Veep. Uh, Tony Hale shouldn't be in there. All he does is go. Hmm, what? He's funny, but he's not enough in there. Uh, Tony Shalhoub was funny in Miss Maisel. Alan Arkin was great in Kaminsky Method. Uh, Henry Winkler kills it in Barry. I think it's yep. going to go to Stephen Root. I think it's going to go to Henry Winkler. Should Again. go to Alan Arkin, but that's probably a biased thing that I'm saying. It might go to Alan Arkin because he's dying. 
He's old. We have to put in the old factor here. You scared me. He's not really dying, is he? Well, you know, he's old. He's not like, like, hey, I'm dying over here. (laughs) I just died. Why are you talking? They gave me an award, and the next thing I know, I'm dead. That's how it is. I died. I'm pretty sure they've um, filmed Kaminsky Method like three seasons back to back with these guys. (laughs) Come on, guys. Can you stay a little late? (laughs) Really got to get this shit done. (laughs) They actually did die in the show. Alan Arkin shit himself again. Time out. Like, damn it. Get him. uh, Clean him up. Oh, no. Uh, Michael Douglas has throat cancer again. (laughs) We got to clean that up. Uh, get his hey, wife. you got your throat cancer in my shitty diaper. You got your shitty diaper in my throat cancer. I got it from eating my wife's pussy. Okay, so. God damn, where's the... Okay, let's see. Okay, we're, we're going to have to break this up. We'll take a break in a minute. Um, <laughs> we have to take a break on that. I got it from eating my wife's pussy. <laughs> okay, so... And so, scene. And scene. That was great. It's me. Alan Arkin. I talk with my mouth open. That's what he sounds like. I'll never get throat cancer from eating my wife's pussy. I don't even know what a pussy is anymore. (laughs) Can you get throat cancer from eating your dead wife's pussy? (laughs) I wouldn't advise it, Alan. Really? I was just about to before you walked in, you asshole. That should be like the opening. Of- <laughs> I like that we have a scenario where <laughs> Michael Douglas is advising Alan Arkin not to eat his dead wife's pussy because he's going to get throat cancer. Yeah. That's podcast gold right there, people. You can't get anything better for free. What do you mean? I can't eat my dead wife's pussy. Diseases don't travel for the dead. <laughs> yes, they do. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. Tra- <laughs> It got hairy there in the streets of San Francisco. No pun intended. Yeah, exactly. They were all hairy back then. <laughs> back back <laughs> in my day, back in the salad days, you had to part the hairs to get business done. <laughs> you needed a lawnmower. You needed a clothespin, a machete, <laughs> and a bunch of duct tape. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. So that's uh, Alan. And- There's got to be a better way. And scene. And then uh, Tony Shalhoub, he was Monk, right? Yes. Okay. And he was also, he was from Men in Black. Okay, yeah. Eh, I never watched Monk. I never liked him that much. To watch. He was on Wings. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, Wings, man. Those guys blew up. One of them did. <laughs> I used to watch that show all the time. I like Wings. Guilty my, pleasure. My nipples are smoking. That's from, um, uh, what's it called? God damn it, the Crypt Keeper show. Crypt Keeper movie. <laughs> uh, T- Tales from the Crypt? Yeah, Tales from the Crypt, but the movie. The first one. Uh, Creep show? No, Tales no. from the Crypt. So you're saying Tales from the Crypt? They no, had, remember, they had two <laughs> movies. They put out two movies. I didn't know that. I thought there, I knew there was the Creep show one and two, but no, not no. the... No, yeah, the, not Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, the second one is Tales from the Crypt Bordello of Blood with fucking... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Okay. And then the first one is Tales from the Crypt. Um, I used to have the fucking poster. Uh, I forget the name. Whatever. You can look it up if you want. Outstanding. John Kassir as the, as the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, the new Crypt Keeper doesn't look good. Yeah, it's kind of weak. Huh? I saw that the other day. It looks lame. People are like, I love it. It's so great. Let's all speak in hyperbole on Twitter. 
oh my god, everything's the greatest and awesome. It's like, hey, if you go out there and go, it looks okay. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> go fuck your mother. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, I just said it looked okay. You're like, whoa, what happened to all this sensitivity? As I was saying, there's no in-between anymore. It's just like either you love it, if you, you can't hate it. If you do hate it, everyone hates you. So you go, some artists put their heart and soul into that. You can't put that down or criticize art. Hey, what was it? Well, who is it? What's the name of the movie? <laughs> uh, you can't do that. I forgot where we are. What are we? Where are we? Oh uh, uh, no! I thought you were looking. Let's up get the to the, the let's get to the heavier ones. Let's All get right. to the big contenders. All right. Well, I was gonna do that after the break. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. Okay. Um, I still I still want an out- outstanding. Okay, actress. Look at out supporting actress in a drama series. Gwendolyn Christie for Game of Thrones, Lena Headey for Game of Thrones, Sophie Turner for Game of Thrones, <laughs> Maisie Williams for Game of Thrones, Fiona Shaw for Killing Eve, and Julia Garner for Ozark. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie, Gwendolyn Christie, Gwendolyn Christie, Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones. Uh, no, Lena Headey, no. All she did was stand there. Uh, Sophie Turner, no, she wasn't no. that great either. He, neither was Maisie Williams was the only one who did shit. Out of all three of these women, she actually got beat up, ran around, you know, went through some shit. Uh, she should win out of all three of those women. If uh, Fiona Shaw for Killing Eve, no. And Julia Garner for Ozark, eh. No. You know what, man? I think she deserves it, to be honest with you. I don't think she'll win, but I think out of all these people, Julia Garner is probably turning in the strongest performances. You mean, think about um, it. Like Sophie Turner, Maisie Williams, they have Game of Thrones <clears throat> as a background already, like a foundation. So people that are into Game of Thrones are just going to be in regardless. It's not necessarily what they did this season or last, you well, know what I mean? Last I'm, year. I'm looking at Julia Garner as the new Harley Quinn. She would be great, dude. You know, I've always pictured her when I saw her in Ozark. I'm like, she's a way better Harley Quinn than fucking, uh, what's her face? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Robbie. I- Margot Robbie. Margot Eye Candy Robbie. That's all she's there for is eye candy. She looks good doing it, but yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. right. I'm not saying she doesn't look good. <laughs> that's what <laughs> but, you're saying. You're like, that's that whole eye candy thing I was talking about. But if you want a real Harley Quinn, I think she would be a better Harley Quinn. No, totally agreed, man. I don't even know if that's ever been discussed before, but I like it. Uh, I put it out there in the Twitterverse, on film Twitter. There you go. I've gotten no Hashtag response. I've gotten no new response. Harley. I've gotten no response. Only from uh, a couple of people from... Uh, other podcasts but yeah she's my pick for harley quinn for the new suicide squad right who would you pick for the new suicide squad harley quinn not margo to be honest with you i think that's a damn good pick (laughs) yeah not margo without having thinking about it and then you putting that into my head that's kind of all i can see right now (laughs) to be honest with you yeah she could pull it off she's small enough okay uh yeah i think they're not going to put margo robbie in the new harley quinn or the new uh, Suicides Squad? No, I don't think she's in the Suicide Squad. She's doing uh, uh, Birds of Prey. That looks weak. Yeah, it looks really weak. I'll still, DC, check, it. I'll still check it out. <laughs> <laughs> All these movies I'll definitely go see at least twice in the theater. You Maybe. and that magic pass of yours. Maybe I'll see it twice with the, um, yeah, with the A-list. Did you get your uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood tickets? Not yet, but it's I, 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 we're not going to have a problem in Fresno. That's what I always say. I don't think that Quentin's going to have that big of a 
it'll be a big thing, you know what I mean? But it's not going to be like a Marvel movie or something like that. So there'll be plenty of showings. It's not going to be a problem for me to see it the first day. That's true. favorite guy mike patton the reason why you bought uh the darkness right this is true yeah he was my dude for a while i think i I was one of those dudes man that got a little too into patton in the 90s oh really oh yeah i had uh i had a couple faith no more albums uh i'd never liked their video uh you talking about epic yeah i was not yeah and that's the thing. I think a lot of people, when they think of Faith No More, they automatically go to Epic. And it's so far from what... I mean, I guess on that album, they were a little more with that theme. But what they became, nothing like Epic, you know? That's that mm-hmm. one song. No, and then the drummer with the receding dreadlocks. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, skinny man. Skinny Adam Duritz. Yeah. Mike Borden. Yeah, so... Yeah, they're they're local band, right? They are out of San, San, yeah, San Francisco based. Yeah. Mr. Bungle. These okay. guys are from Eureka, though. Oh, Eureka. Eureka. Okay, let me see. Okay, where were we? We were at... Okay, supporting actress. Yeah, Ozark. And, okay, best supporting actor in a drama series. Jonathan Banks for being old. Uh, <laughs> Gus... How do you pronounce that? Godario. Gian, oh, John John Carlo Esposito. God damn, John Carlio Espanitio. Okay, so okay, uh, Alfie Allen. Who was that? Game. Alfie of Allen, I believe, is um, no, not Podrick. What the hell's his name? Hold on. Uh, Nicholas Costawadu, Game of Thrones. Peter Shrinklage, uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> Michael Peter Shrinklage. <laughs> Alfie <laughs> Allen is not Padre. I don't know why the hell I was saying that. Oh. He's Theon. Greyjoy. Oh, Greyjoy. Okay, Greyjoy. Okay. Uh, Michael Kelly, House of Cards. No. They're not going to give House of Cards anything. Oh, it was great this season. All we did was wish fucking... Uh, What's-his-face never got fired. God, the final season of House of Cards is horrible. There's lots of that going around with these final seasons, man. Uh, yeah, well, Big Bang Theory, nothing, because that show sucked. Yeah, they just end the same way they started, just sitting at a damn table. I didn't even watch it. Did you watch I it? I didn't either. I just saw the, like, the, you know, the five-minute video, the Cliff's Notes, if you will. Oh, so they tried to Seinfeld it? Pretty much, yeah. 
Okay, so uh, uh, blah blah blah, John Carr. Okay, so I think um, Peter. Oh, Shrinklage. also uh, Chris Sullivan from This Is Us. Oh, we yeah, got right. Uh, Peter Shrinklage. Yeah, <laughs> and I hope that they call him that. Wouldn't that be fucked up? <laughs> and the winner, <clears throat> Peter Shrinklage. <laughs> like, Sorry, Pete. I had to, man. Like, what? That's what I would say. Like, okay, you can never work in this town again. It was worth it. <laughs> Oh, aren't you the Peter Shrinklage guy? Yeah. Hey, come on. I want to buy you a drink, dude. Didn't you play Hervé Villachez? Yeah, exactly. Did you play another midget? Okay, outstanding actor drama. Okay, hold on. I need to turn Mr. Bungle down. Okay, calm down, Mr. Bungle. Okay. Outstanding limited actor. In a movie. Okay, Marshala Ali for True Detective. Oh, no, wait. Hold on. We missed. Okay, uh, outstanding actress in a limited series, Amy Adams for cutting herself, Patricia Arquette for getting fucked in a prison, Angelina Alus for yelling, <laughs> Joey King for being bald and crying a lot and getting fucked by a psychopath in the act, Nancy Nash for I don't know what she was. Uh, I'll not, she was a lawyer or something, right? And the winner is going to be Michelle Williams. He's like, oh, my God, it's not Michelle Williams. This is amazing acting. So I think that this is going to it's going to be between Amy Adams and Patricia Arquette. I think Patricia Arquette should get it. I think so, too. And I think she will, actually. But Amy Adams was really good, man. Like she sold that shit. It, it was convincing. Yeah, but I think Michelle Williams is going to get it. Ah, she better not. Just because, yeah, people are... Just because talking. she's Michelle Williams? Oh, didn't your husband just die? Yeah, 20 years ago. <laughs> How many years ago was that? No, 2008. Who was your husband? Uh, uh, Heath Ledger. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they were married. See, I just got into this whole movie podcast game like two years ago, man. Oh. There's a lot of shit that I have to go back and try to learn again. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to front, though. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, of course. I remember that. I just forgot. Oh, I yeah, that's so right. That's right. That's right. That's okay. right. I totally forgot. I've talked about so much stuff since then. Yeah, I, I barely remember that. Outstanding. Yeah, you got a pretty good memory for this shit, dude. You're kind of a machine. Sort of. Yeah, then you meet somebody else. You're like, oh, yeah, so the, uh, <laughs> the key grip on uh, Ben Hur. Was uh, <laughs> it's like what? Who was the best boy in Casablanca? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so who was uh, Michael uh, uh, Sheen's best friend? It was Michael Sheen's movie. Oh, in um, the Water Fish Fucker movie. What movie was that? The Fish Fucker. Oh, you're talking about The Shape of Water? Yes. Michael uh, Sheen? Wasn't it? Martin. You're talking about the, the mean guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Zod? It's, yeah, it's Michael Sheen, right? No, Michael Sheen is in Bad Omens, or Good Omens. Oh, that's right. He's, uh, uh, god damn it. Now I won't remember his name. Okay, let's move on. Fuck him. He's Zod. Michael Shannon. Shannon. God damn it. Outstanding. That's close enough. <laughs> S-H and an N in there, you're good. Okay, that's Don't beat yourself up. <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm trying not to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Lead actor in a uh, series movie. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to go to. So it's Benicio Del Toro, Hugh Grant, J Jared Harris, 
uh, Gerald Jerome. Oh, that's yeah. the kid. That's the kid. Okay, Sam Rock. He's not going to get it. No. Sam, Sam Rock. Well, people say, he should get it. He's black and he acted really well. That's what it is now. You Maybe know what, dude? Being real with you, I think Jarrell Jerome should get it. Because if you think about it, he was the only one that played himself all the way through. The other ones, it was just like, you know, for half the half the series, it was kids, and then they did the adult one. But Jarrell Jerome was that way the whole time. But was he in it enough? Um, I think when he episodes. was in it, it really counted, man. Yeah. But when, it's like, yeah. what was it, episode three? Because there was only four episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he killed it in three and four. That's my pick. I'm thinking okay. that's the way it's going to go. Uh, you're probably right. Or it, it could go to Sam Rockwell or Mahashala Ali. He won't win for being old. And going, yeah. I can't remember what happened. Uh-oh. Now that I'm at the crime scene, I don't remember why I'm here. And now I'm the whole series me. now the whole series is stupid because <laughs> I can't remember anything. It's like, God damn it. We're like relying on this fucking uh, narrator that loses his memory. And so right when he's about to solve it, he's like, I need to go take a nap. <laughs> it's like, what? See, what you guys can't see is that Chris is doing like marionette hands when he's talking. Mother. <laughs> so it just makes it that much better. That's how he's walk- talking. Why are my arms doing this? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, that what's happened, right? You saw the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's what happened, right? He's like, Pretty much. Hold on, there's Chinese people in my living room. Uh-oh. Oh, I don't know why I'm here <laughs> this now. This isn't my living room. I'm in Vietnam. This ain't Vietnam. This is a laundromat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If he was acting like that through the whole show, yes, he should win. But <laughs> <laughs> Best comedic performance. <laughs> yeah, best comedic performance by a black male. Like, you can't discriminate like this. Shut up. <laughs> I'm a black male. So Mahashala, Benicio Del Toro, he was good, but he was like, it's Benicio. That's him on like a Saturday. That's the thing. He's <laughs> got one speed. That's him on a Saturday. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. I want to see Benicio Del Toro do like a slapstick comedy, but not in the vein of, you know, fear and loathing, but like a real one. Where he has to act goofy and like, hey, how's it going, man? You know. Step out of character and yeah. do something completely different. You'll never see that, by the way. <laughs> but he's just got like one speed. He's too cool, man. Hey, he's, he's too busy uh, uh, fucking Black Widow in elevators. They're yeah. like, hey, Benicio on Star Wars, Last yeah. Jedi. They're like, wow, was man, do something awesome. That's it, huh? Okay. Little, oh, little stutter. That's great, man. Oh, you're Stepping character. out of the box. Oh. Characters, yeah, you did. Oh, you man. stepped out of the box. Good for you. <laughs> Your character is amazing, Benicio. And Last Jedi, wow. Why didn't they nominate you for anything? Fucking So am I going to return? We're going to return for Rise of Skywalker? Not at the moment, but we'll get back to you. He will. He'll be there. He'll be like... That's how it's going to open up with him fucking <laughs> clicking his fucking teeth going... You know, it's like, oh, he's making fun of people with stutters, so... So he might not come back. I like that you gave him the sound effect of the dad from Friday. <laughs> yeah. That's what he was doing in the movie. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. He was clicking. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Fucking shit. Hugh Grant, whatever. Excuse me. Pardon me. Sorry. Sorry. Well, yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's from Soul Plane. And <laughs> <laughs> Soul Plane. Deficit pick of the week, guys. Soul Plane. 
Okay, let's see. That's a great one. That's a, if blacks owned an airline. This is what it would look like to a T. Strippers, weed. Uh, hydraulics on the plane. Okay, outstanding reality competition. Who gives a fuck? Nailed it should get it. Have you seen that show? Yeah, man. I'm not a fan of her. Uh, who, Nailed What's it? What's her name? Nailed it? I fast forward to the uh, finished product. I hear a lot of people talking about that show. I couldn't get into it. What is the host's name? I don't know. I just fast yeah. forward. I just watch it. I see what they're trying to remake. Then I fast forward to the reveal and I just start laughing at the people. <laughs> I've watched like a couple episodes. What I am watching right now is In the Dark. My wife and I call it Blind Girl Fucks a Lot. Have you been watching that? In the Dark. You're not. Are you talking about the Hulu anthology? No, no. In the Dark. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's, no, I, I don't seen know. That I don't know. I think it's a Canadian TV show. It's okay. It's not great, but it's different. It's about a blind chick who just fucks all the time and goes to bars, and her uh, and like everyone knows her, and she gets mixed up with like a murder and stuff like that. It's entertaining. It's not great. It's you can put on the ba- background folding laundry or something, but yeah, uh, my wife and I are watching it. We call I think it, Blind Girl Fucks a Lot's a better title. <laughs> right? <laughs> you see I mean, her. I'm going straight to that. <laughs> if I see that on the listings, I'm going straight there. Exactly. In the Dark, maybe not. Yeah, In the Dark's like, eh, she's a blind chick who has a dog named Pretzel who just sits there while she's getting banged and watches her getting fucked. <laughs> and it's just like, okay. <laughs> and then, like, all this drama's going down. People are like, oh, my God, watch out. And the dog's just like, huh? Are we leaving yet? Because it's a seeing eye dog, and they're not supposed to freak out for anything. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So okay, <laughs> or they should call it "Dog Watches Girl Fuck." That's another title for the show. Uh, like, can't you see how destructive you're being? Oh wait, you can't. Yeah, it's so weird, and like no one acknowledges that the dog's there. It's it's strange. The dog's name is Pretzel. It's a golden retriever. <laughs> okay, outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Jason Bateman for Ozark. Eh. He was better in uh, his uh, sitcom. Uh, Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us. Or for Sweaty Upper Lip. <laughs> That's all he has, right? And this is, I was like, how, how much can my lips wet? What? Can my lips wet more? This shit you notice, man. <laughs> can my upper lips sweat more than yours? No, I'm never going to be able to yeah. get that out of my head. <laughs> That's, that's what he's nominated for. It's like, wow, this guy's upper lip sweat is amazing. Okay, so uh, Kit, <laughs> Kit Harrington for being a little bitch the whole yeah, scene. Yeah, he bitched up big time. Dude, he's like, I don't want to run. I don't want to rule. No, I don't want to. Now I'm going to stab you. I just want to fuck me aunt and ride dragons. He should have fucked her and then stabbed her while fucking her. That would have been a fucking Game of Thrones ending. Right? Just fucking giving her a real fucking donkey punch. And then just pushing the knife in like, shh, shh. Well, he's fucking her from behind and drags the knife back all the way. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? All the way to her arsehole. It's like, jaw! You're mother of dragons, and I'm dragging my knife down your (laughs) spine. (laughs) You know, I think that would have been a better ending, right? Or he's I just mean, I'd, fucking her from I behind. I would definitely talk about that one, that's for sure. Fucking her from behind and just stabbing her. You know? <laughs> just like fucking thrust and stabbing. Stab, yeah, stab, thrust stabbing. Thrust stab. Exactly. Like she's getting double teamed with the other dick as a <laughs> knife. 
<laughs> I can write a Game of Thrones ending. Come on. I mean, shit, there's been worse, right? <laughs> oh, dude. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe what? Not <laughs> but it would fit in pretty and well. And the dragon's like, huh? You know, just sitting there like, what? Okay, so. The blind chick's dog's just off in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's watching. Like, huh? Blood <laughs> How'd you fl- get him, mate? Blood flying all over the dog. dog out of here. <laughs> Blood flying all over everything. Okay, so. <laughs> so that's how Game of Thrones should have ended. Uh, with Kit Harrington just stabbing the shit out of her. So Bill Porter for Pose. He might win because he's gay. Uh, and people like that show a lot. And they think it's discriminatory if you don't uh, nominate a gay person. If you didn't nominate... Uh, oh, you just don't like gays. Even if even if he wasn't good enough. Nowadays, like Emilia, Emilio Vagamalagia... <laughs> my, my <laughs> Emilio Emilio Vitimalagia. This is why I'll never be a reporter, guys. <laughs> hey, Mio Vatimiligia. I'm here with Mio Vikimalakia. <laughs> uh, it's Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I'm here with uh uh Uwa Titi Titi Bang Bang. <laughs> uh okay, so Sterling K. Brown uh, I don't know. Bob Odenkirk's gonna win for Better Call Saul. Mm, yeah, you might be right about that, but I could see it going to Milo. It's going to go to Kit, though. Actually, you know what, dude? You know what's going to happen? It's going to Sterling K. Brown. For I'm calling it now. For sweaty upper lips? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll just be Now. Now. When he goes up and talks. Have you seen that guy speak? Yeah. He's just intense, man. He just has, like, those bugged out eyes and shit. He's like, yeah. You know, Long and pauses in between each word. He's horrible in the Predator movie. He just pops in that gum. He's like... You know, I was chomping that gum in Predator. Have you seen the new Predator yeah. movie? <laughs> Horrible in it, man. He wasn't all that fantastic in Black Panther either. No, he was better in Hotel Artemis. You know, as far as like an outside role for him. Yeah, I've heard good things about that. You should watch it, man. You haven't seen a Hotel Artemis? I'll put it on the list, man. Holy it's, shit, I got a lot of catching up to do. It's decent. It's not worth, you know. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series is Emily Clark for Screaming on Top of a Dragon. Jodie Comer for flirting with Jiminy Cricket and Killing Eve. Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, Laura Linney, Ozark, Mandy Moore, This Is Us. Sandra Cricket, O for Killing Eve. <laughs> now I feel Eve. bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sandra O. <laughs> and Robin Wright... Riding the coattails of Kevin Spacey, House of Cards. Yeah, are they going to give her an edge because she like had to pick up the pieces? No, it was horrible. All it was was, oh, it was just the shadow of fucking Kevin Spacey throughout the whole show. She was never able to do anything. Uh, so I say uh, uh, Jodie Comer should get it for Killing Eve, which is a great show. Uh, Sandra O already got one. Uh, but it's going to go to Emily Clark. For really doing nothing. She wasn't that great ever in the whole show. She was okay. She had some great moments, but as far as like the whole <clears throat> series, yeah, it's not enough. Yeah, she's like, eh. she never had like a great speech or, you know, she's like, oh, I got fucked. Look at my tits. I ride a dragon. I'm dead. <laughs> now you can't look at them anymore. It's season three. Yep, season three. No titties for you, but a lot of loose dicks. And then we have the, those fucking those hot bitches. We've in a got cage. a shortage on tits, mate, but we've got a lo- <laughs> we've got an overload of dicks. Bring forth the loose penises. Okay, so 
Outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Christina Applegate in Dead to Me. Hmm. Hmm. She was good. You, uh, I don't even, I'm still trying to find it right now, Chris, but I'll tell you right now, you may just want to stop. Why? Because I think she's going to get it. Really? Over Rachel's big boob, big boob Brosnahan. Have you seen the Brosnahans? They're huge. (laughs) Have you? Big Brosnahans? No, I haven't. She whips them out the end of the first episode of Marvelous Miss Maisel on stage. They're, They're magnificent. You're like, wow. Are we talking um, Euphoria episode one quality? Better. Okay. Now we're, no, we're, we're talking True Detective season one Woody Harrelson quality when uh, What's-Her-Face is on Woody Harrelson and pops her boobs out. God, what's her name? She was just in the um, Baywatch movie with The Rock. She was the daughter in, um, in uh, uh, San Andreas. I'm like, those boobs are what's fucking causing this earthquake. Because <laughs> every time she's walking, they're just like, dung, dung, you know? I'm like, yeah, her chest is causing that earthquake. She's causing the aftershocks for sure. Oh, hold on. You're talking about uh, Alexandra Daddario? Yes, those are the Daddarios. Okay. She's, yeah, yeah. She's like, wow. She has some nice Daddarios. Just like Rachel has some nice Brosnahan's. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. You got to check out Sydney Sweeney's. <clears throat> Sydney Sweeney's. Okay, Julia. Are we going to MrSkin.com? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Julia. Julia Louis-Dreyfus for Veep. I think that's your winner right there. That's her last season. Yeah, you got a good point. Natasha Leone for acting like a guy and Russian doll. Hey, look at me. I'm smoking a cigarette. Why am hey, I in front of this fucking No, It's like it's the same day all over again. Hey, aren't I sexy? Why don't you think I'm sexy? What do you mean I'm not sexy? Look at me. Everyone thinks I'm sexy. I'm sexy already. I ended up in this bathroom all over again like 10 times. How many cigarettes can I smoke in one episode? It's like, Jesus Christ. This show was okay. It was a little taxing after a while. You're like, oh my God, you know? Yeah, I liked it, but I see your point. You it know kinda, what I mean? It is yeah. it is the same thing. You kind of have to get past that and just yes. go, okay, I know that I have to get past this part to get the part that I want to see. They could have pieced it together better, but I get it. It's one of those Groundhog's Day situations. Dude, okay, for real, the person that should win this, wow. It's a strong category, dude. It's, it's a totally very a- strong ca- You know what? Personally, I want Phoebe it's Waller kind of between Phoebe Waller Bridge and Christina Applegate, dude, because they both just nailed it. What did you think about Fleabag? I like Fleabag. She's writing the new James Bond movie. Okay, so she's she wrote the script for the new James Bond movie. Uh, so that's why I'm interested in seeing the new James Bond movie. So it's gonna be like James Bond always doing like breaking fourth wall. Oh, should <laughs> I shoot this guy? I don't know. I just fucked this chick without a condom. You know, I, if, if you it, ask me, I should fuck her right now. He'll look at the camera, shake it, not stirred. I think that's what's going to happen. It's going to be like too many fourth wall breaks. But um, I think, yeah, I think Julia Louis-Dreyfus, dude, for comedy, if you watch Veep, she has, you're laughing more per minute than any of these shows combined, period. Have you seen Veep yet? No, and I hear you talk about that one all the time. Dude, it's political humor. But done well. I don't even like politics, but this is done so well. It's, it's amazing. She's trying to run for president. 
or she's doing doing the V, and it's just it's basically what the government is. You know, it's like a House of Cards and Veep is my is what I think the government runs like. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and I and I really will. I'll have to check that one out because I've heard you talk about it way too many times, and Dude, it is the final season. And if done. she wins, I'm going to be that much more interested. But let me ask you something: Do you think that Christina Applegate was mis like miscast in this category? Not cast, but you know what I mean. Like, shouldn't it be like a drama as opposed to a comedy? Mm, yeah, but it's a dark comedy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I just feel like that's going to be what keeps her out of it because it was to me it was more of a, like a drama situation. It is, but there's a lot of comedic stuff. But it just has dark humor. I think it's a dark comedy. Yeah, you know, but they put dark comedy, then they're going to have to put blackish on there. Then they have to put like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see the uh, outstanding comedy series: Barry, Fleabag, Good Place, Marvelous Miss Maisel's. Russian Doll, Shit's Creek, which I've never watched. Have you watched that? No, and I was just talking about that yesterday with somebody who tells me it's very good. People tell me it's good, but I don't think it is. I don't know. I think I tried to watch an episode. I'm like, nah. This is like the ranch with fucking... <laughs> oh, see. If that's really what it's like, I'm out. Or this is like uh, Trailer Park Boys. You know, like that type of humor. I'm like, mm, not my bag. Yeah, I'll pass. Or this is like uh, uh, Slender Kitty or Slender Kenny. Have you seen that? I think I know what you're talking about. I think you're talking about a band, though. Slender Kenny is a band. Yes, but that the but there's a show that's on. Yes. Um, it's on Hulu, right? Yeah, I tried yeah, to I watch. I just tried to watch two minutes of it. God, we're we're like, so fucking horrible with references today. Oh my god! But I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I'm just like, nope. And so I was once, oh, it's an open beer stand. Hey, you want some beer? I want some beer. I got the beer. Nope. Yeah. I, I uh, My son turned it on because his friend was telling him to watch it. And I sat there for probably maybe five minutes of it. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't for me. Exactly. So I say. It's not that I'm saying it's bad, but, you know, everyone has their preferences. This just isn't for me. Yeah, it's not my, it's not my bag. It's not my bag, baby. Is this it's your not my joint, as they say. Is this your penis pump? That's <laughs> not mine, baby. It's like, oh, is this your book? This <laughs> is your penis pump. It's my bag, baby. All right, so I say Veep is going to win again. I'm laughing. That's more. a good call. I'm laughing more per minute. That's what I put laughs per minute on Veep, which is a half hour show, than any of these shows. Easy. Yeah, good places. Like, come on. Good Place is funny, but it's not that great. You know what? I'll give you the unpopular opinion. I don't get it. Yeah, see? Some people don't get it. That's what I'm saying. It's such a specific... I came across it on Netflix. I'm like, ah, it was all right. It was like a show to fall asleep to. It, dude, exactly. That's the thing. It's got like this soundtrack that it's very relaxing when you watch it. But, but I find that like when I'm yeah. done watching it, I don't even know what the hell happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, wait, I fell asleep. That's what I'm yep. doing with a bunch of shows right now. Okay, here you we go. You know what, though? Uh, maybe I'm jumping too soon, jumping ahead too soon, but uh, that dude that plays Cheaty. Yeah. In, uh, in um, we were just talking about, holy shit, the Midsummer. good place. He was pretty good in Midsummer. Yeah. Dude. I'm like, oh, that's Cheaty. It's like, hey, look at me, I'm Cheaty. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay, here we go. Outstanding drama series. Better Call Saul, Bodyguard, Game of Thrones, Killing Eve, Ozark, Pose, Succession, and This Is Us. I've, I haven't seen two shows on this list. Guess which ones they are. Pose. 
Yes. And <laughs> I'm over here like trying to find it because I already forgot what the hell you said. Pose. A Better Call Saul, Bodyguard, Game of Thrones, Killing Eve, Ozark. This is Us. Bodyguard. No. Oh, This Is Us. Yes. So This Is Us and Pose, yeah. Yes, those are the two. You know, man, This Is Us is good, but it's another one that's grueling. Like, it's like, for a while I was watching it to be sad, <laughs> you know? And it, really? After a while, I just didn't want to watch it anymore. That's all But it's saying. a great show. Yeah, that, it's, a, it's a class in, like, it's, if, you, if you want to be a dramatic actor, go on This Is Us. Right. You know, and learn how to cry. And learn how to be in like real hard scenes where you can't laugh. Right? Or you can be taught by that chicken midsummer how to cry. Oh my god. <laughs> he's from Fighting with My Family. Oh yeah? Yeah, she's the Sorry main, about that. She's, I hit mute on accident. No, she's the main person. Okay. I say out of all these damn uh Game of Thrones is gonna get it. Just because, oh, it's Game of Thrones. Come on, it's the last season. Uh, but what should get is Succession. That's another show that's just well-written. The whole family's a bunch of assholes. And they all show it. They all want daddy's money. Kieran Culkin is such a dick on that show. Oh, my show. God, he's so great. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that one episode today for this, man. But I'm in. I'm totally in now. Um I think I'm going to go back and watch it one more time because I was kind of multitasking. I just wanted to watch it so we can talk about it. But yeah, dude, that's a lot of good acting in one show. Yeah, just so great. Yeah, everyone in that show is strong. And they're all assholes in another way, one way or another. Just rich assholes. <clears throat> yeah, so rich. They own like multiple fucking whatevers. They own everything. Airlines, uh, malls, uh, buildings. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, from what I got out of that first episode, it's basically this overprivileged family that are just it's waiting for daddy to give up all of his his earnings to them, you know, to leave them their inheritance or whatever. Yeah. Let them take over the business. Yeah, And exactly. of course he doesn't. So, yeah, I want to see what, what happens with this one. Yeah, it's good. Uh, season two is right around the corner. So, oh, good. I have time to catch up. Yeah, season two, I think, is coming out uh, August 18th. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I think so. there's so many shows coming out right around there. I think it is August 18th. I'm not sure. Okay, let's do uh, Midsomner since you saw it. Uh, oh, I need to bring up the cool soundtrack. Here we go. Okay, the Highland Guard. Midsomner. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you put that hose on your face? <laughs> Why did you put that hose on your face? Hold on. <sighs> Why? Why? <laughs> okay, so Midsomner. Um, did you see the mural in the beginning tells you the whole story of the movie? I've seen the movie twice. Yeah, man. I noticed that right away. Well, actually, I heard you say it. So that was the reason that I noticed it right away. But then I also noticed that within the houses and on the walls, the different little places that they go into. Yeah, you literally can get the entire story in that movie just on the art on the walls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even like that hand painted banner that tells the uh, 
foreshadowing of a certain pie to be eaten. Oh my god, the hair pie. The hair pie, yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, it's literally what it was. I thought the pie was made from, spoiler alert for Midsomner, guys. Yes, okay, real quick, Chris, I'm sorry. Okay, Not go, to go. interrupt you, but no, are we going to spoil this one? Yes. Okay, sweet. The, but the, uh, the pie was made from the people they cooked, right? That's you where know, the, that's where you the said meat you saw came. it twice, right? Yeah, that's where the meat came from the pie. That would make sense. Because they cook those people, then they collect the ashes, and then the meat came from the pie. Right? And then they had they had the meal after the people jumped off the cliff. <clears throat> oh, man. That shit. I was not prepared for that scene. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> you know, I mean, I saw what was coming, but I didn't realize that you're going to see it play out like that. And oh my God. But yeah, I, you know what? I didn't really get the impression that they were into cannibalism, but I wouldn't be surprised after watching that crazy ass show. I think they did. I think they ate those people. I think they ate their elders. Right? And because remember the guy's like, oh, uh, my, my, uh, my parents were uh, in a fire. But, you know, because they oh, were. Oh, yeah. They died in a fire. Yeah. And they did put them on that grate and put them over the over that big fire that was going on. I thought they were just cremating them. But, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I thought they were cremating them, too. But why wouldn't they eat them? Like, where are they getting this meat from? They were really nowhere that there weren't very many animals or anything. They're pulling carriages by themselves. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I think they ate the person. Oh, yeah. And they did throw like. Look like a heart or something onto the grill at one point too. Yeah. At first, I thought it looked like a big tri-tip or something, but it was like a, a I don't know, a liver or it was something. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I don't think it was a heart, but it was some big piece of meat. Yeah, I don't think that there's no cows there. There's no, you know, there's a bear in a cage. But that's it. That's already sold out, by the way. If anyone wants to buy it off a twenty-four website. What's yeah. that? It's a bear in a cage. Didn't I played you the the trailer, right? No. Yeah, it, it's if you listen to the podcast, you heard it. I don't know, man. I'll have to go back. I apologize. Oh, man. Okay, I want to play a little bit. Okay, so what else did you think? Opening scene, did you like the credits? I'm trying to rate credits right now on the show. So opening credits, did you like them or no? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was intrigued from the moment this movie turned on, to be quite honest with you. Everything about it, the music, the freaking opening scene, uh, the credits, of course, the art that displays the story, pretty much all of it, man. It was... um. It was weird. Like everyone that I've been hearing talk about this movie, the first thing that they say when they come out is what the hell did I just watch? So I was thinking, okay, this is getting to be a little bit of a, uh, almost like a cliche thing to say, but I literally walking out of the theater to myself last night, like what the hell was that? So yeah, this, this movie rules. Yeah, it was it's uh, probably the one of the favorite ones I've seen this year just because of how crazy it is. Yeah. I think it's up there with one of my favorite. It's right up there with climax and, um, <laughs> bear in a cage. Okay. Hold on. I'll play a tiny bit. Hold on. Here it is. Three, two. It's a bear. 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 Remember that? It's a bear. It's a bear in a cage. I'm 100% sure I did not hear that, but it doesn't mean that I uh, am finished with your episode either. Okay. So it's like a kid's commercial. And it shows a little bear in a cage. And then it has the kids dressed up like the fucking Midsomner people. And then they're holding <laughs> a mallet in the air. You know, it's like a fucking, it's like the log commercial from fucking Ren and Stimpy. That's really funny. 
So yeah, so it's a little bear in a cage. So yeah, um, yeah, the opening credits are great. Her crying, I was like, wow, she's really crying, like a lot. Like she did that thing, that like guttural cry that you do, or like if you um, remember when you were a little kid, maybe you didn't have this, but you'd get coughing really hard and you start doing that weird <clears throat> thing that would come from your from your chest. Like uh-huh. she just let it all out, dude. That is, she's probably the queen of the. She's the ugliest crier I think I've ever seen. Really? Total the, ugly crier. The cry queen. Oh, yeah, dude. She really I mean, she's very good, but it got to the point like when they were um, and I'm jumping way ahead. But that part where she's crying in the barn and then all of the other women around her start to like share her feelings. And she's like they're screaming as yeah. she's screaming and crying as she's crying like that was some ugly, ugly crying. But a super cool scene if you stop and think about it like this is the kind of movie that I can break down like us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, when I went back to us, I had to watch it a few times to get all the little things completely different type of a vibe. But. I feel like I need to watch this one like two, three more times, man, because there's just things in there that that I mean, it's just perfectly set up. Everything that they're doing is completely set up. It's just that you're not expecting these things. So you have to go back and go, oh, yeah, that's what that was about. Or, oh, the like the bear. I'm still trying to figure out the significance of the bear. Uh, the bear in the cage. Other than just like sacrifice. Of <clears throat> oh, other than sacrificing the man and, and, the, yeah. and basically uh, burning down her relationship. That's why she's smiling at the end. She's finally free of that guy. Yeah. Well, did you get the impression that that's why she was she was never really against anything that they were doing? She was always going with it out of any of those people. She was the one that was always going with it. Right. Yeah. 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 And so it was a very easy sell to get her to go over when they made her like the May Queen and all that stuff. So do you think it's just because she had nothing left? She, you know, like she had nothing. And these people embraced her like a family. Yep. And that whole and that's getting back to that scene where they're all like crying and everything. I thought that was a really good way of, you know, not to sound like some dorky, like I found it to be very, uh, you know, introspective. I'm not talking like that, but I thought it was a very good way to kind of set up the point that she was transitioning over to one of them because they took on her feelings. They gave her that tea and they're doing that weird dance thing. And did I read it wrong? Like, did I understand it wrong or did she start, they started speaking the same language and she didn't even speak it. They yeah, kept saying yeah. that, you, I can understand you. Oh, you can understand me. We talk the same. It was yeah, really, really right, weird. Yeah, dude. right there is where she transitioned, I think. It was when yeah. she could, like, you know, almost like um, uh, when you start to learn another language, like in the movies where they start, like, you know, um, that Benice, or fucking whatever movie it is. But certain movies where you're sitting around a campfire and learning the people's dialect. And then yes. after a while you get it. The 17th, the 13th Warrior. That's what they did in, if you've ever seen that movie. Uh, so, so it reminded me of that. The Ant- uh, Antonio Banderas movie, 13th Warrior. Uh, which is a cool movie. But the um, deficit pick of the week, guys. 13th Warrior, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. The, uh, but the, Get yourself um, some Banderas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. It, it, that was trippy when she started speaking their language. So from then on, was she speaking their language and never speaking English again? That's what I thought. Yeah, I think that that you know we were we were hearing it that way because of it's a movie and we have to understand it. They didn't go to subtitles or anything like no. that. But yeah, I think she did just kind of transition over. And I'm assuming that it had something to do with these hallucinogenic teas that she was taking. Like, was the whole thing pretty much they were tripping the entire time? The moment that they got there, it's like, hey, let's eat some caps, and they yeah. spend their time tripping in that field and everything. So. From day one, 
she's tripping. The Midsummer Festival, what was it? Like and, four or five days or something like and that? And if you notice the um, the surroundings, if you watch it a couple times, the, sur- the buildings will move in the background. Yes. The, yeah. um, <clears throat> the space will get larger and smaller where they're living. The buildings will be closer and then they'll be way far apart. I thought I noticed that. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know what kind of symbolism that's <laughs> supposed to be. I, you know what? One thing I really like speaking of like the hallucinogenics was at that end scene where they're sitting at that table. Yeah. And you don't even know what's in front of them, but it's pulsating or like the flowers that she has on her head. They're like breathing. They're yeah. like they're opening up and dilating and everything. And it's one of those things that I don't know if everyone was it's not like I think I caught something that no one else caught, of course. But I think it's just it's so subtle. The first That's time, why the first this time I didn't bears repeating again. You know, yeah, the, the first time I didn't catch all that. Oh, really? The first time, like, huh? Because I was so stoned myself, you know. <laughs> so I was almost on that wavelength where I was fucking yeah. just like way out of it and really baked because I had just seen Spider Man super baked. So I'm just like, oh. So by the end of the movie, I was just so fucked up too. So the second time, I was a little more sober and I did notice more of that, like the 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 fluctuating, almost like an acid feel. Yeah, to the totally. table and all the meat and everything. You know what? I don't. That's not necessarily a requirement. Excuse me, a requirement for me to go see a movie all fucked up like that. But if you want to go see a good movie baked, that's the one to do it. You know, yeah. that's that. I really think so. I mean, it's just the visuals and just you just get into your own head trying to figure everything out and you know the the foreshadowing of certain things and and like the whole like I said like that whole pubic hair poster thing. Yeah. Like when you see it, you're like, okay, where's this going? Like I was just instantly because I heard so many people say how weird this thing was. I think I was like really analyzing it. Yeah. Almost like I was in my head too much, maybe. Well, when he's but, sitting, yeah, the guy's sitting in the room and staring right at that bear. That's like foreshadowing what the fuck's gonna happen to him. He's like, what's that bear doing on the wall? Or like, oh, this is the room where they transform you into Bear Man. Yeah. Or what? Right? Was it Bear Man or Bearman? Bearman. Let's call him Bearman. Yeah, the movie itself, trippy as shit, dude. Um, way better than Hereditary. Oh, yeah. Like, not even in the same class. No, but it's funny. People who, it's the opposite. People who didn't like Hereditary loved this movie. And the people who didn't like this movie liked Hereditary. I actually like both of them, but I like this one a lot better. I hate Hereditary was too formulaic for me. Oh, Demon Child grows up. Oh, he's the head of demons. Yeah, yep. I mean, I think that's always everyone's biggest complaint about that part. But I think that the way that they were going until they switched gears made for a really good movie. And getting back to crying again, Tony Collette kills it. Like Ari Aster knows how to pick the criers. Oh, yeah. Because she did a really good job, too. Yeah, the directing of Hereditary was great. The acting was good. It's just the story was a little, hmm. Yeah. I've seen it. I right. think, uh, but this one shot in pure daylight, no shadows. He said he's never going to do that again. Um, each was if, it like a filming nightmare for him? Oh yeah, fucking mm. just yeah, try not to get actor shadows in a sunny day, right? You know, because if you look at it, there's no shadows on the ground. They're just like rocking around, running around. Um, the chanting when they got to the camp was fucking trippy, dude. Mm-hmm. That tripped me out the most. I'm like, are these people ever gonna stop chanting? And they never do. They're either singing a song left or right. That tripped me out a lot. All this dancing going on in the background. Yeah. And- the whole thing with the elders at like the um, I don't know if it was a dinner or a lunch because we never saw it get dark. But the main scene right before they go off onto the cliff and just the way that they, they march from that temple, yeah. that triangular temple. And then they just they everyone just moves in unison at the same time. But they're all waiting for them. And yeah, just just trippy, trippy from the beginning to the very end of it, man. Yeah. When they wait for them to eat. 
Yeah, you have to wait for the elders to sit down. Just like what they did with her at the end when she was the queen, whatever, May Queen. Yeah. Then she looks like the trash heap on Fraggle Rock at the yeah. end. <laughs> she's, all, she's just covered in flowers. <laughs> totally. Marjorie. Oh, my God. The trash heap on Fraggle Rock. Jesus Christ. No one's going to get that reference. That's a good pool. That's an old guy pool right there. Exactly. Where's the dozers? Are they going to be there? <laughs> I always wanted to eat those fucking train tracks that they were building. So basically, they, the man, because um, when he ran out and his dick was all red, because he had just broken that chick's virginity. Yes. Right. Okay. Taking her virginity with the And fucking- that was actually, a, sorry to interrupt you, but that was actually a really good detail that they didn't really need to do. They just did. You yeah, know, I mean, a lot of people I wasn't planning on seeing a bloody dick that night, but since it was there, I'm like, oh, yeah, good point. Like whatever. Two. That's the actor from Sing Street. He's the brother from the movie Sing Street. If you ever seen that movie, if you're into um, 80s uh, new wave from uh, 80s European new wave, uh, watch, Sing the, watch the movie Sing Street. Uh, it's all about that set in the 80s, set in the, when West and um, East Berlin were still and whatever. But yeah, it's good. They just listen to music. There's like four or five good songs. Just look up the Sing Street soundtrack. You might like it. I'll check it out. It's original songs that these kids made. Sort of like the movie Dope. Did you ever see the movie Dope? Yes. The, those songs are real, actually pretty good. Right. In the movie Dope. So Decent yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, decent. So it reminded me of that, but uh, in a British version of that. So yeah, so, so we see Sing Street Dick. And that's the older brother who's teaching the younger brother all about David Bowie and fucking Prince and all this shit. Yeah, it's a cool movie. You'd like it. Uh, and what did you, hey, what were your thoughts on Christian in that movie? Which one's that? Cheating? The boyfriend. Uh, he was sort of, he's just a moron. He's kind of a dick if you think about it. Like he was a dick pretty much from the beginning to the end on that. He, you know, he pretty much had a, he knew that his, his, I guess we're already spoiling, but he knew of the situation with uh, Danny's parents and her sister, right? Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, that's cool. You know, he wasn't there for support. He was getting ready to dip out to Sweden. He didn't tell her. But it's so that been, was kind of fucked but, up. But, but he it, was trying to break up with her. It was also been six months. There was a six-month jump. Because, oh, okay. remember well, it went, there's another thing I missed. It went from winter to summer. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. So it's probably they were ta- and they were talking about it too. Yeah, they didn't even they didn't mention the because uh, you see how remember it was like fucking snowy, dead of winter when uh, right. the sister right died at the very beginning, and then it's summertime, probably like June, July. So it's been like six months. Okay, and she's yeah, been that's good call. I didn't even really catch that. Yeah, I didn't. But catch- then you know, like when um, when the book turns up missing, and he's just quick to like just I keep calling him Cheaty. That's not his character. I think it was Josh. In that one, I think so. The, I the one that was doing the thesis, yeah, 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 yeah. And they, they, you know, he he uh, is accused of stealing that book. He's like, well, I just want you to know that we're not, we have nothing to do with it. He's not really even our friend or anything like that. He was just quit. And then, of course, it did. T- well, maybe it was the drugs, but it didn't take much to sway him to go into that temple with all the naked ladies while the redheads like spread out. You know, <laughs> he was oh, just yeah. a, he, he was went, kind of a piece of work, man. Yeah, he's been wanting to fuck that redhead since he got there. <clears throat> Seems kind of creepy. Oh, dude, the whole fucking place is creepy. Yeah. Oh, we bring in outsiders so not to uh, fuck up our circle because look at this incestual retard over here. Like, Holy <laughs> shit. That's another thing Ari Aster knows how to do. He knows how to pick a crazy, like, just, you know, I mean, there's lots of deformity out there, but 
even on hereditary like, that it was it was as subtle as it was yeah. it sticks in your head that's this guy not subtle that's what not the daughter all. of hereditary would have matured into if her head hadn't been knocked off. That's how it was going. That's what she looked like when she hit her head. That's what the head looked like when it fell off. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, but yeah that, yeah, that was just weird. Like, this is what happens when we inbreed. So now we're bringing people. So, so what they do is they send these people out. This is like their journey. It's like a mission. It's like a, a coming of age thing for them. They'll go out for a year and befriend college kids and go, and hey. Yeah, Rumspringer. Hey, we got some fucking shit over here. You want to go to spring break? So the, the, I was like, fuck, because there's other people came from Europe. Right. Right? And these people came from uh, New Jersey or whatever the fuck. Where was I? I don't know where they're from. I'm not even sure, actually. <clears throat> I don't think they really alluded to where exactly they were from. Yeah, because I didn't even notice that guy in the first time. Like, oh, shit, that's the guy who brought him over. I'm like, oh, he's fucking just, they send him out to grab people. And yeah. then have them get fucked and eaten or whatever. Yeah, it's really weird. And every 99 years, are these people supernatural? What the fuck's going on here? Does the whole tribe disappear and reappear every 99 years and do this? I was thinking the same thing. I, I mean, I'm thinking that it gets pretty boring in between the <clears throat> regular lifespan of some people. Some people will never see that. They're just living in the cult, I guess. Because I didn't get the impression that they were ever moved out. Like, or they they just came there for that. I figured they were just always there. When every seventy one years they kill their elders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I just wouldn't return. I'd be like, bye. <laughs> I'm out of the cult now, guys. I'm gonna be going on vacation. I'm going to the states. Aren't you seventy one and a half? <laughs> like, no, no, no. I'll be back. Sure, sure. <laughs> just like, uh, come on, man. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my. God, though, that scene, again, getting back to that cliff, you know, I, I expected the fall. I knew what was going to happen, but the way that the head just splits open, and I was like, oh, yeah, oh, they're doing like, it right. Poof, and then, like, the face peels off the <laughs> rock and is, like, doing a backflip. Literally like, oh. splits open, like, the head yeah. is just hollowed out. But then, of course, insult to injury with the guy with the leg. Oh, what like, he had to go through with his Let's family. see how we jump off this way. He's like, <laughs> jumps off legs first. Fucking yeah. retard. Breaks his legs off, dude. Oh. He's like, ah, ah. and then the family has to come over with the mallet and finish him Gigantic off. Gigantic mallet, man! Like fucking, it's uh, what's it called? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, what's it called? The fucking Gallagher mallet. Yeah, they come over with the whack-a-mole. What did he call that thing? I forget what he called it. But yeah, uh, Gallagher shows up with his mallet and just starts smacking on these people's faces. It was it was strange, man. I like that they made the whole family do it though. Like, it, job is done, but they're still having to do it for the right. I don't know what it was, right? A passage or just well, yeah, customary belief or whatever. But man, it was graphic. Dude, all customary, and that was like the only real violent part. Would you consider that a horror movie? Uh, yeah, a horror movie is anything that's horrific. You know, like people's faces splitting open or, you yeah. know, like you, you're not going to see that in fucking serendipity or any movies like that. It's like, no. Yeah. So they, that's a total, that's a horror movie, man. It definitely had that Brightburn level of gore because Brightburn killed it too when it comes to like like that truck scene oh, with the yeah. uncle. Yeah. Brightburn. I've seen some of the best cinema gore I've seen like in 2019 that I've seen in a while. Yeah, Brightburn was pretty gory, man, with the cop and everything ripping her apart. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, smashing everybody. Yeah, the truck scene with the guy's jaw. Yeah, I don't know what you thought of that one, but I don't think that movie got the credit it deserved. That was good. They might make a sequel. I heard about that, yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully. I don't know. All right, so what do you rate Hereditary before we take a break? Let's see. I'm going to go... I'm going to go three out of five ear holes, three out of five eye holes, four out of five exploding heads. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I gave it a four to five the other week, too. What did I give it, though? Four to five. Uh, what? Oh I, oh, I erased it already. I think I gave four it to four five to shaved pubes. <laughs> four to five uh, uh, exhaust pipe gas masks, <laughs> I guess. Okay, let's get into it real quick. Let's do crawl first. Crawl, guys. We'll get right into it. Um, a lady is a diver. It opens up with an ass shot of divers. Okay, so if you like swimmers with one pieces and their ass is hanging out, <laughs> crawl is the movie for you. Crawl. Thanks for that. Um, yeah. Um, small, small little movie. It's, you've seen the trailers, right? Yes. For What's-Her-Face, Crawl, um, God, what's-her-name-is in it? It's essentially a post-hurricane. That's what it is, Deadly yeah. alligator movie, right? Yes. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> uh, a young woman, while attempting to save her father during a Category 5 hurricane, finds herself trapped in a flooding house and must fight for her life uh, against alligators. This is Crawl. Crawl. Not Crawl. Crawl. So, yeah, starring uh, Katie Serdalio. Basically starring her ass. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Barry Pepper. He was the sniper in Saving Private Ryan. He's the dad. Uh, Mortarfield Clark, blah, blah, blah. And oh, they don't have the alligator on here. So basically, they're trapped in the house. B-horror movie. People running around, getting chopped. Like, they get... The alligator bites them and starts pulling on them, and then they just get away. I'm like, oh, I'm okay. I just have an alligator bite. They... She gets bitten at least once in the hand, once in the leg, once in the shoulder, gets caught in a death roll, right? Well, the alligator has her shoulder, and she's in a death roll trying to grab for a flare to burn this alligator's eye out. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking crazy. Uh, if you like, yeah, if you like it, if you like horror movies and dumb creature fun. movies. It is. If you like dumb creature movies and it's a B-horror movie... Uh, guys are getting drawn quartered by multiple alligators, which is great. Um, compound fractures up close, uh, being snapped into place with a wrench and a belt. Oh, nice. You know, there's a lot of gore in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I heard they don't pull any punches. <clears throat> no. The, uh, yeah, the gore is uh, spot on when it, it does work. A hand's being bitten off. Uh, yeah, I think at one point somebody loses a hand. I think dog dies. Spoiler alert to dog lovers out there. I, the dog just disappears. Like when this water comes through, you see it, and then they're just like on top of a roof waiting for something. And you're like, okay, where's the dog? I guess the dog didn't make it. 
They just don't mention the dog ever again, even though the dog's throughout the whole movie. You don't see it, like, floating past or anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a little blah. They don't have no dead, bloated dog. They probably did have it in there, but the test audiences didn't like it. Uh, so it yeah, just, maybe so. So it just got swept away, is basically. Oh, if the dam breaks, everything's going to sweep away. So I think that's what happened. So, I don't know. Crawl space. Or crawl. Let's see. What do I rate crawl? Kill all the humans, but don't hurt a dog. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, crawl, I give two out of five eye holes, two out of five ear holes, two out of five ripped off arms. Nice. Uh, crawl's all right. Uh, another one that's all right. Let's do this, guys. Stuber. No, I need to do the Beach Boys. Yeah, Beach Boys. Starring Camille Nanjiani. The Beach Boys starring Camille Nanjiani. Uh, what is it? The, uh, Stuber. I don't know, guys. People love this movie because it's a comedy with two males and no one's dominating the other. Everyone's equal. You know, it's one of those movies. There's no more comedy anymore, guys. Sorry. Um, PC culture has killed rated R comedies. They're dead. It's a total fair play movie, huh? Everyone's going to get their fair (laughs) share. Everyone's equal. It is. It's just, I don't know, man. It's. They're trying to, be like, learn how to be a man, and I don't know, like, Dave Batista is like, the manly guy, and then, you know, fucking, uh, what's-his-face is the cuck. <laughs> Camille Nanjiani's the total cuck, who's, like, in love with this chick, enough to the point, to, if this was, like, reversed, people would be complaining, but since it's a guy fawning over a chick, starts a business with a chick just to get a hug out of this chick, that's how desperate this guy is for this woman. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, loser? But if it was the other way around, oh, this movie's disgusting. You know, it's one of those movies where he's the total cuck. He's begging for the woman's attention, waiting for her. It doesn't work, man. And so then Dave Batista has to get LASIK eye surgery. But before that, Karen Gillian was in this movie. She gets shot in the first five minutes and dies. Uh, it's fucking, what's her name? It's a waste. Yeah. Well, she was in there for five minutes, man. She's like, come on, partner, let's do this. Poof. Oh, I got shot in the gut by fucking um, Ungbok. Uh, Ungbok just shot me in the gut. But it's so funny how race, like I heard this other podcast, and it's like, oh, the you have the main villain, the guy from The Raid. You racist pieces of shit. That guy's Indonesian. Uh, <laughs> Ungbok's fucking Thai. He's like, oh, you have the guy from The Raid as the villain. Yeah, right, you over-PC fucking goddamn reviewers okay so so how's Bautista though is he a good is he a comedic actor because I'll be honest with you I'm Drax is cool I don't really find Drax funny uh no he's not good in this it's like come on I need to see what uh he has big glass he has like those weird glasses on he looks like a macho man on like if they blew his head up with helium (laughs) macho man on prednisone Yeah, so he's blind. He gets laser eye surgery, right? And then the um, the guy, the uh, the villain that he's been chasing for years happens to all of a sudden. Uh, oh my God, we know where he is! Come on, let's go! And he just got laser eye surgery. He can't see for three days, so he has to call an Uber. And guess who shows up? Fuck, As Cam- luck would have it, Camille Nanjiani. He slams his hand on the hood. Uber, it's this Uber. And Camille Nanjiani is this fucking OCD motherfucker. His car is perfect, right? He's he's leasing the car. 
And he's like, oh, this car is perfect. I'm leasing it. He doesn't he doesn't open his mouth when he talks, so it's hard to understand him. Yeah, he's got a weird aff not a weird affect, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's very just recognizable. Goes, he talked like, like not like Indian, but like with a very like tight lipped accent, like, hey, uh, what up? My jokes are like kind of eBay. And and I don't even know if this is true or not, but it's almost like like it's intentional. Like I'm I'm intentionally trying not to have my accent, so I'm not gonna move my mouth as much because I I'm not used to doing it that way. You know what I mean? It yeah. sounds like he's trying to westernize himself more. I really think that. Yeah, I think so too. And so he he's gonna be in the Eternals, dude. He's like moving on up, dude, from a podcast to a stand-up comedian to uh, uh, uh um what is it a fucking um a Academy Award-winning writer, and that's why he's where he is now because of that writing gig. If next you ever year s- it's us, man. Yep, next year it's us, guys. We're right there. <laughs> right, he had to quit doing his podcast in 2011. <laughs> What do you think of him? Do you like him? Were you into The Big Sick at all? The Big Sick was decent. It wasn't great. You know, yeah. I, I went and watched it before all the hype. You know, before it came out in main theaters. It was funny. It wasn't like, wow, this is a breakthrough. But for him, you know, it was fucking, a fucking hit at the right time, man. So he blew up. Okay, what the fuck am I rating Stuber? Uh, Stuber. Um... Uh, oh, two out of five ear holes, two out of five eye holes, and two out of five guns to the face for Stuber. Um, Shangri-La, guys. You need to check this out. Um, so, it's basically, have you ever heard of Shangri-La Recording Studio? Yes. Okay, that's where it's It's in filmed. New York, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, it's in Malibu. Yeah, that's what I meant. No, <laughs> I'm not, I, I've heard of it, yeah. I think it's in Malibu Hills. Yeah, like... Uh, and so it's basically it shows all the artists going there. They paint it white every time an artist shows up. It shows um, so who's owning and running it right now is fucking Rick Rubin, right? So people will come there. Has no TVs, no electronics, just a recording studio. Every no art on the walls. Everything's blank, right? So you have nothing to be distracted by. Hey, real quick, is yeah. it is it the place that's like a? It kind of looks like a house. Like there's a bunch of grass and everything around it. Yeah, Is that fucking the place Red Hot Chili about? Peppers filmed the their Suck My Kiss video there. Okay, all right. Remember? Suck My Kiss. They filmed the video there. And it's not the place, though, where Sharon Tate died, right? No, no. That's where um, Trent Reznor recorded um, fucking Nine Inch Nails a Closer. Yeah, I think they did the same thing for um, Chili Peppers, too. For uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. They recorded that, I think, at Shangri-La. Okay. I'm pretty sure they recorded that at Shangri-La. I'm pretty... I don't know. So there's two episodes out now. Um, what the fuck is playing? Oh. Okay, hold on. So, okay, there's two episodes out now. I wanted to find, like, one part real quick for you. Of uh, 43 minutes into the first episode. So... Four piece, four part series. Right now, right, he's talking to. Uh, outside, yeah. yeah, we're we're more a vehicle. Uh, fucking. Um, we're like God a radio. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, exactly. It's what uh, David, um, not Blaine. David Blaine shows up, and uh, the weird eclectic fucking director. They. Uh, no. God damn! I'm looking at his fucking. There's face. so many of them, bro. <laughs> You're gonna have to be more specific. No, he did um Twin Peaks. Oh, uh, David Lynch. David Lynch is up there. <clears throat> hey, listen to this. Is a treasury. 
Okay, here we go. This is David Lynch. Negativity is the enemy to creativity. But what are we going to do about it? People have to know that within every human being is a treasury. And this treasury is an unbounded ocean of pure consciousness. So within us all is unbounded intelligence, creativity, happiness, love, energy, power, and peace. If we could contact that ocean, experience it, negativity naturally, effortlessly lifts away. Does it now, David? He's so fucking weird. Out, out, out. Dude. 180 degrees to within, within, within. And once we're so, myself, you know, it, it takes me and it touches me in a way that. So it's, it, so this is basically, um, uh, yeah, David Lynch talking to people. It's David Lynch and, uh, God damn it, what's his name now? I'm so bad. At Rick Rubin? Rick Rubin. Now, does David Lynch <laughs> produce this or direct this? No, no, he's just on he's just there. Uh, he's just on there. People record, um, you know, talking word, but Rick Rubin just sits there and lies down with his fingers on his chest, barefoot with his dirt feet, yep, and just with his eyes closed. And when he he wants to get to the point to where he doesn't see the artist at all, he just listens to the music and tells him what to do with it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm almost there. <laughs> Because people go there and record, you barely see Rick Rubin. He's like a ghost floating around there, dude. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Man. Oh, he's right there. Oh, wait. No, he's not there anymore. Where is yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Before we go real quick. Yeah, Shangri-La. Check it out. Uh, Two-part series. Each part's like an hour on Showtime. But what? there were some... Um, there are people howling at the moon. Culture vultures... So I give it a three out of five culture vultures. Three out of five ear holes, two out of five eye holes. Just all white. Um, and Euphoria, two out of five ear holes, two out of five eye holes, two out of five over narrations. Too much narration for Euphoria. Uh, I like the show, but the narration's a little too much for me sometimes. I don't know. It doesn't really bother me that much. <clears throat> I, I have a kind of an unpopular opinion, man. I think this might be one of the best shows on television right now. I don't know what it is. Like, it's not like I'm all, oh, I'm shocked every week or anything. But I think that they're doing something that a lot of shows aren't doing. And I don't think it's necessarily all about shock value. I think it keeps getting better and better, actually. Have you seen The Rook yet? That's pretty good. No, heard that one was good, though. The Rook, I uh, give three out of five ear holes, three out of five eye holes, and three out of five slow bleed outs. Uh, superpower people, you know, that's all it is. And each one is a pawn, a rook, a knight, a king. Uh, it's all right. Uh, Big Little Lies, what do you think, real quick? Haven't seen this week's episode. Uh, this week's episode is penultimate episode, guys. Last next This week's going to be the last one. Yeah, I was saving that, actually, for my wife to get home, so we'll watch that tonight. Oh, good, uh, good, good. Dude, it's, that season's killing it. I think Meryl Streep is so <clears throat> fucking good in this role with her fake teeth and the, just, I, heard I the, don't know, she's hateful. There's like nine editors with this series, and it shows because the cuts are really strange this whole season. If you notice that, like, kill me. Versus last season? Well, yeah. Last season was directed by the Sharper Objects guy. Mm. You know, and this season's just like, the the editors got too too crazy with the editing. 
and they and they gave it up. It's like, uh, let's cut here, let's cut here. It's like, kill me. Okay, credits. You know, would you say it's as good <clears throat> as last season? No, not even close. Last season was a masterpiece. It was just so great with fucking all the moms and just the Monterey Bay lifestyle. Yeah, you know, plus was, of course that build up. You know, something's coming. <clears throat> yeah. This one's like the aftermath and, you know, Renata's all like, I'm kind of sick of Laura Dern's character, even though I like her character, Renata, she's like the worst person ever. She's completely obsessed with money and she's, uh, 90% of the moms in Silicon Valley. Yeah. I'd imagine so. She is. She's 90% of the moms in Silicon Valley. That's why her character's great. Uh, cause she's just shining a light on all these idiots. All right. So you got to say anything before we go? Got to say anything before we go. (laughs) <laughs> you got it. Was, was Jizza here? That's not like Jizza just Yo, got on the mic for a second. Hey. Yo, man, I gotta hold on. Wait. Did, did I forget my shoes again? What the hell was I trying to say? <laughs> I'm lonely. Sliza, the Jizza. Uh, what am I watching this week, guys? I'm gonna go see the art of self-defense and maybe the farewell if I feel like being a PC yellow fever hopper. <laughs> Yellow Fever is sweeping the theater, guys. Uh, you know, we got, you know, a lot of Asian movies are coming out, which is cool. But Shoplifters, this, Burning. I didn't like Shoplifters. It's like, how many people can you cram in a fucking shitty apartment? That's what they should have called that movie. <laughs> people Jenga. Exactly. I didn't like it. It's like, <laughs> these fucking smelly feet everywhere. Ugh. Oh. Just the shoving the baby in those fucking under a seat. Like, God damn, dude. All I smell is spam, feet, ass, and scalp in this bitch. Yeah, and fucking, and uh, and rice, and noodles, and fish. That's that whole room. Yeah, disgusting, dude. <laughs> that, that, that movie was disgusting. It was a little gross. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I've seen that and Lion King this weekend. Are you seeing Lion King this weekend? I will probably see that on Monday. Yeah, Lion King... I hear it's not that great. It's just a re- it's the same thing, just better graphics. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not too thrilled about it, but this that one is 100% so I can just be in the conversation about it and and have something to say about it. I got to be honest with you, I'm not really all that excited for it, but it's a big one. I haven't even seen Toy Story yet or anything, man. I've been oh. really slacking over like the last month. It's fine. It's no big deal. I got my um um uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood tickets, Alamo Draft House, 70 nice. millimeter showing. It's the only place that's shown a 70 millimeter showing. Saturday, 11.55 a.m. Uh, yeah. So my first time being to the Alamo Draft House. Where is that? Uh, Mission in San Francisco. Oh, okay. All right. It's like on Mission Street. I've never been there before. You order food at the table. Yep. I don't know, man. We'll see. You know, I, I was looking for a good showing of the new Tarantino movie, and this is the only place that's showing it. You know, 70 millimeter. Everyone's like, I got to say, the only two movies that are really mattering to me right now for July are going to be Midsummer, and, of course, Quentin's movie. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think, you know what really intrigues me about this one is that, yes, we sort of have like a skeleton of what it's supposed to be about, but we don't know. It's going to be so much dialogue and shit that we haven't even thought of. You know, I think it's going to be fantastic. the, uh, The premiere is Monday, so stay off of Twitter next week. So, I was like, I loved it. Oh, when that part when Quentin Tarantino, oh, when Bruce Lee did this, oh, Brad Pitt. That's all you're gonna see on Twitter. All these fucking Quintiophiles. Mm-hmm. 
pointing Lots it of now. feet pictures. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, so many feet. He's such a foot fetishist. He's like, no, I'm not. Bullshit, Quentin. Shut up. Yeah. We ridiculous. all know. Stop. You put foot in every fucking movie. Speaking of uh, Euphoria, Sydney Sweeney, who plays uh, Cass. Or is it Cass? I think so. Is her name in The blonde. She's yeah. in it, too. Is she? What is she? A Manson? Yeah. Is she a Manson girl? I think she's going to be a Manson girl, yeah. Really? But they didn't have tranny Manson girls. Transon no, girl? No, you're Transon thinking of Hunter Schaefer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> talking about oh oh the chubby one uh no she's oh. the, the the blonde one the one that uh oh the one who... to drink some cranberry juice after being on that carousel oh the carousel fucker yes okay yeah i could see that i could see her as a manson girl easily okay let's get out of here whoo some little age of consent guys new order real hip band what band did they come from most people don't know, but they came from a little hot known band called, uh, what were they called? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was the band? And when from? any one of you find out, please email. <clears throat> yes. Tell me what they were, what the band was that was, um, New Order before, or what was New Order before the, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> what was the band New Order before this? Come on, guys. You know it. Uh, deficit question of the week. Tweet it at ADO Radio if you know it. I hate getting stumped, man. You stumped me on this one. Really? Are you looking it up right now? Trying to, yeah. I'm cheating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it Joy Division? Yes. There you go. Yeah, I knew that. Right off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. Joy Division, guys. Joy Division. You know that. Everybody guy, knows that. The guy hung himself on an ice cube. Nice. Was that it? Who do you think is the most creative suicide that's ever been done in uh, in rock and roll? Shit. Brad Delp was pretty good from uh, from Boston. What did he do? He just sat in his bathroom and and uh, you know closed up all the doors and everything, put towels under the doors, and he lit a hibachi. <laughs> he just what? Lit, yeah, he just let the carbon monoxide. I mean, fuck, that's great. It's like I'm gonna have a tri tip before I go out. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he basically asphyxiated himself with carbon monoxide in his bathroom. God, that's harsh, dude. It's crazy. Like that's Jeez. just so much self hate right there. Like God. I don't. I'm just gonna go Damn. out. I'm gonna go out crazy slow. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cobain was pretty good, but he didn't kill himself. Yeah, I think uh, Court, uh, Courtney did that for sure. Oh yeah, she. Somebody hired him to kill him. Michael Hutchins was a good one. Oh yeah, dude. In excess. Yeah, he did the yeah, old. Just, he did the old Robin Williams. Just giving himself a handy J inside his. He <laughs> might have been. He might have been murdered looking for child pedophilia too. Very possible. Just like uh, the lead singer of uh, those two bands, uh, Soundgarden and Chester Bennington. Yeah, and fucking yeah, and Lincoln Park, both investigating child porn at the time. Hmm, very suspicious, guys. Wait, hold up. This is news to me. I, I don't know why it didn't take a second. I'm sorry <laughs> to make the show go long, but no, you got to okay. tell me what's going on with this. Okay, so they were supposedly investigating child pornography rings. And Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington. Yes, were. and child trafficking and all this weird shit like that. And were like, they working together on this? I don't know. I have no idea. But they were both killed in almost the same fashion. They got too close. They did. Yeah, that's what happens, man. Look at um, like the guy who's getting busted right now, the billionaire. Epstein. Epstein. Maybe they Dude. found out some shit about Epstein and he had him knocked off. It's funny because you won't find pictures of Epstein with Clinton anywhere, but you'll find pictures of Epstein and um, Trump everywhere. 
It's all yeah. who they want you to put in the fucking picture. Yeah. But it's, it's Clinton strange, was guys. dirty as fuck. Oh, of course. Hey. Somebody say pussy. Get me on that plane. And uh, supposedly fucking Hillary was into some gnarly shit too. Hillary liked the women more than the guys. And oh, you Bill, know they're doing some midsummer shit somewhere. Oh yeah. And they're saying Bill Clinton was ninety percent gay. You know, he was more he was more bi than anything else. And then yeah. All this weird shit's gonna come up, dude, in the next five to six days. Oh man, I can't wait. Dude, it's gonna be like a <laughs> shitstorm. Everybody that had to deal with Epstein in their fucking Lolita Express, the plane they used to fly to these private islands to fuck all these chicks. Yeah. Yeah, they're all they're all going down, dude. It's gonna be great. And I'll bet you out of everybody, Trump's gonna be the cleanest. Oh, he's gonna come out like unscathed. No, not saying that he's Guaranteed. not clean. Not saying he's not clean. But I'll bet you he's probably the least nastiest out of all those motherfuckers. <laughs> I bet you. They're, they're going to find out, oh, yeah, Trump just came by for a second. And, well, don't and, they have something, not to get this all political, but don't they have something where, don't they have some kind of documentation of people saying that he was uh, raping some 13-year-old girl repeatedly? They were, like, debating on who, or they were, like, arguing who was going to take her virginity and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure they do have all that stuff, but it's like until you have DNA evidence... Right. Well, the reason that I bring that up is it doesn't matter what's going on. Guaranteed he's going to come out unscathed. But Clinton, I don't think so. <laughs> I think Clinton's going to be dirty by the end of the week. I think there's going to be a lot of um, uh, uh, people are getting suicided. A lot of, uh, oh, my Tesla lost control. Uh-oh, this person accidentally died today. Uh-oh, this person hung himself. Oh, this guy shot himself in the head. Let's just, just- fill him full of LSD and put him on the freeway. Well, yeah, man, just like uh, people are saying all the deaths of the um, people who were living from 9-11, those are whistleblowers that they're killing. <laughs> oh, shit. If you believe in all these conspiracy theories, I love conspiracy theories, but yeah, if you believe in any of that stuff, that's what's happening. Good old tinfoil hat kind of shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Great podcast if you want to listen to that shit. Tinfoil hat, guys. Flat earthers, everybody's on there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's crazy, guys. All right. Actually, hey, thanks for having me, dude. Oh, sure, man. Um, you want to promote anything? or Heroesofnoise.com. Listen to the Heroes of Noise podcast. And if you like Preacher on AMC, we're coming back. I would say first week in August, we're going to be uh, launching the last season of The Word. Other than that, Heroes of Noise, a pot. Heroesofnoise.com. Check yeah. us out. Boys are coming out next week, too. Oh, yes. July 26th. Jesus, man. There's so much shit out there. Can't even keep up anymore, man. All right. All right, guys. So until then, uh, bye. Bye.